Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Deejans, it is Wednesday, May 17th. Uh, the Spurs won the lottery, but will they get there next to Tim Duncan? Uh, Doc Rivers, officially fired. And the Joker had the last laugh yesterday against the Lakers. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Zach Panther. Panther, NBA draft lottery. Spurs end up with the first pick. And while it's not as shameless as last time, David Robinson had that injured season. They ended up with the number one pick. It, it does seem like trading DeJounte Murray, their one-star player, was a tanking move. That worked, and now... It looks like they're going to be the winners of the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes. Uh, question for you. Of course, this is a team that's missed the playoffs for the last four seasons. Has not been the same team since Kawhi Leonard has gotten injured, then demanded his trade. Is Wimbanyama the real deal? Is he going to be the next Tim Duncan for this franchise? Uh, I mean, if you believe all the experts and all the hype, but I mean, how many of these guys really live up to the hype? As much as we bang on someone like LeBron James, I don't recall anybody coming into the NBA with as much hype since LeBron. I mean, this guy was on Sports Illustrated, King James, straight out of high school. Wimba Yama's 19 years old. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. He's the number one pick. That's a lot of pressure on a guy that's not even an American, right? He's, he's coming over from France, coincidentally. You know, the family... I was reading up that they were really excited that San Antonio got that pick. Boris Diaw was a Frenchman. Tony Parker was a Frenchman. So they feel like, hey, they didn't care where they went, but it looked like they kind of cared where he went. So does he live up to the hype? I don't know, but I really am kind of excited to find out. My thought is this. Um, Harold Miner was baby Jordan. Yeah, they was. Yeah, yeah. Harold Miner was baby Jordan. Uh, There's countless guys that were supposed to be the next coming of so and so, or the next next big thing. That kind of Zion Williamson was supposed to be like the 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 next big thing, right? And and look what injuries have done to him. I worry about Weminyana for a couple reasons. I think his body structure is not suited for the NBA. Uh, very similar to Kevin Durant. You remember Kevin Durant uh, was very thin right out of college, and he had to bulk up. And when he bulked up, the injuries started coming, right? He, he started to see more injuries as, as he put more weight on that frame. And I think Wemba is going to be in a very similar situation there where he's not big enough to play in the NBA. 
he's going to have to bulk up, and maybe you see some injuries as a result of that. Now, I don't want him to bulk up to Zion status because then you know, <laughs> that's, 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 just, that's not bulking. That's just eating a tub of ice cream for fun. Uh, I I have optimism that he's going to be a very very good player um you know w- when sim duncan came out of college i of course that's what probably when i watched the most college basketball honestly i, I actually liked the, that wake forest uh, demon deacons team it was him randolph childress I-, I rooted for him and so as a celtics fan i definitely wanted sim duncan to be a celtic because I, th- I really thought he was going to be a special player he really was my problem is I haven't had a lot of eyes on this Wembyana kid, so I can't make a judgment of, of what his game looks like. I know that he's, again, from the clips I've seen, he looks great. He can shoot the three-pointer. Uh, you know, he's a tall dude. He can, and, you know, play play in the post, and he can do a lot of special things, like almost, almost like a three-point shooting Hakeem Olajuwon type guy. So we'll see. Uh but that's a lot of pressure. You're right. Coming right out, right out of France, <laughs> you know, uh, it's almost like coming out of high school. It's almost like LeBron James thing. Now, it turn, turned out well for LeBron James. <laughs> we'll say that, right? It turned out pretty well for fucking LeBron right. James. He's done okay in his career. It's I still marvel at the fact that he's he's 38 years old and he's still doing that. Like, I mean, we, we've said it before on the show here, so I don't want to be like, you know, broken record or anything like that. If the body of work was all that we were judging LeBron on, he might arguably be one of my favorite players of all time just by what he does on the court and how special he is and, and just really tremendous basketball player. They, they showed a clip the other day and it was so fucking fascinating, dude, is they showed a clip from the finals where the Warriors beat uh, the Cavs and they ran this play and got an, a wide open three point shot and they tried to run the play again. Now, this is five years ago. LeBron recognized the play, pointed a defender to the guy, and and got a contested shot. That's the basketball IQ, the memory of this guy. He's he's truly, truly a special player, but he's just a jerk-off, and I don't want to fucking deal with him. Wembyana seems like a nice guy, at least. (laughs) Let's let's hope some of the antics of some of our left undesirables in the NBA don't rub off on him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, uh, there's another Frenchman in the league that's an asshole that likes to fucking touch microphones. So stay away from Rudy Gobert, Wembyana. He's a bad fucking role model for you. Just fucking stay away from him. All right. Busy day. Listen, Doc Rivers got fired. You posted in the the Discord in the Asylum. Uh, By the way, welcome X-Chris listening live. Brand new to the D-Gen family listening live. That's awesome. Got a couple of new guys uh, hanging out with us. Um yeah, listen, uh, Doc Rivers officially fired. I, yeah, we've kind of beaten a dead horse on this one, right? I mean, Doc Rivers, we knew it was going to fucking happen. If it didn't fucking happen, I, I'm sure Will, <laughs> yeah, Will, the Will, uh, I don't know if it's this Will, I think there's another Will that's a, uh, we Vaughn, Will Vaughn, uh, he would have probably jumped off a cliff if if uh, Doc Rivers was not fucking fired here because, goddamn, after that collapse, another one, another Game 7 collapse, you expected it to come. Now, my question to you, Panther, is, listen, you know, we knew it was going to happen. We've tossed some names around already. I'm seeing the leading candidates, just from the four-letter network and some other out- outlets, saying Monty Williams, Sam Cassell, Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, Mike D'Antoni. Now, of course, D'Antoni coached James Harden in, in arguably his best years of his career, but D'Antoni's formula never found long-term success to win a title. He couldn't win a title with fucking Steve Nash, two-time MVP. Could not fucking do it. Could not win it with Harden. There's been a lot of questions about D'Antoni. Other names that I mentioned, does any of them make sense? Who do you think could get the Sixers to the to the finals? I, I don't know if win a championship, but who who's the coach that can get them to the finals, into the promised land? Uh, nobody. Nobody's going to because they're not a very deep team. Uh, I have a problem with, 
firing so an experienced coach like Doc Rivers and then looking at other regurgitated, just fired or recently fired coaches. If you're going to look for fresh blood, why would you go into the swamp of fish that's just been thrown back by other championship caliber teams? If you look at the teams that we've had that have fired their coaches, Milwaukee, Toronto, Philadelphia, Phoenix, are you kidding me? We're going to blame the coaches for these teams not getting over the hump? Maybe it's just start looking at the players or the roster that you've created. And I don't know if D'Antoni is going to be a, the guy because I think I mentioned this last week. I think he's like 74 years old. Are you like, is that a is that really a path you want to go down? Nick Nurse, I mean, I, I like him. Monty Williams, really like him. Unfortunately, he's been the winningest coach the last four years, and Phoenix ran him out of Dodge. I don't know if, as a matter of fact, I do know. A coach is not fixing Philadelphia. Philadelphia has a depth problem. They need more assets. And unless they trade, probably James Harden, uh, I don't think this is a team that's going to get over that hump and be as deep as a Boston or, you know, some of these other championship teams like uh, Denver, Memphis, when they're not, you know, carrying guns and talking shit to you know, future Hall of Famers. Uh, but Philadelphia, this is a team that's got two great stars. I mean, we love Embiid. We love Harden as players. But what else they got to offer? There's nothing else on this team. I don't think a coach fixes them. And to that point, and I totally agree with you. I, I think, really, the players really need to be fucking held more accountable here. The, the players in this league run rickshaw. They can fucking force coaches out all the fucking time. It's bullshit how much fucking power they have and, and for nothing. What has James Harden won? What has James Harden won that dictates that he can fucking push coaches out the door? Tell me that. What has Kevin Durant won on his own that can force him, Kyrie, on his own? What have these guys done that allows them to force good coaches out the door? Now, I've got my issues with Doc Rivers. Now, granted, he'll always have a place in my heart because he won that championship, <laughs> but he should have won more championships. He should have won more. How do you not win in 2010? I get it. It's Kobe. I was there. I was in the. I was. I was at two of those finals games, and I wanted to murder Doc Rivers at that time. But again, he's a he's a good enough coach. He's better than a lot of these other guys. I'm I'm just looking at the teams, all the teams in the league, and I can tell you, I see three of them now that have a a coach that's been there for a significant amount of time, meaning probably over five years or so. Can you name the three teams that have a coach that, that has been there for over five years? And, and honestly, five years might be generous. It might be fucking three years. It might be every single fucking team except for three teams have had a different coach within the last three years. I, 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 I would almost bank on that, Panther. But can you name the three teams that have a coach for, for longer than five years? Yeah, actually, this is pretty easy. It's going to be uh, Eric Spolster at Miami, Steve Kerr at Golden State, and Popovich at San Antonio. Okay, so then there's a fourth. By the way, I missed a fourth. It's, it's, so there's four teams. Denver Nuggets as well. Oh, Denver. Denver yeah, Nuggets. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. He's, I think he's been there eight years. So, okay, four, uh, four fucking teams. Four fucking teams that have been managed to keep their head coach for more than fucking five years? That's, that's yeah. fucking, that's ridiculous, man. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's, it's unsustainable. It's a stupid fucking business model, and it just proves that the players got too much fucking power in this league and need to shut the fuck up and just play fucking good basketball and try to win. 
But I think it's bad ownership and, and a bad model in sports in general because we don't see it just in the NBA. We see it in Major League Baseball. We see it in the NFL. Everybody's got this win-now mentality. You don't even get – I mean, a lot of these times, you don't even get four years to take over a losing team and try and build a winner. Or you have built a winner, but because you didn't win a title, well, okay, great. You won 75% of your games, but you didn't win the last series – you played, so you're out of here. That is a shit business model, and it, it needs to stop. I think yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers, for me, are like the, the team that does it right. They don't fucking shit can their coach when he doesn't win a Super Bowl every year, and this has been the prototypical – I mean, to me, they are the prototypical – franchise of how i would want to conduct business they don't take shit from their players you carry a gun you get in the news for all the wrong reasons boom you're out of here but we back our coaches and they give the coaches the assets and the resources to do their job other owners need to follow suit in other sports support your fucking coaches you hired them yeah, I totally agree. Listen, back to my question or or answering my own question here. I would love to see Sam Cassell get an opportunity. I don't think that they're going to give him the opportunity if they're looking to, you know, say we need a coach that's going to bring us to the promised land. Yep. I mean, look, look, man, the fucking Celtics, you get the right players, you get the right team. They've gone through three different coaches. And how many Eastern Conference finals have they made now? Brad Stevens was the coach there. Ime Adoku is the coach there. Missoula is the coach now. And and they keep making the Eastern Conference Finals. So you tell me, does players Coach matter, matter? Baby. Do, do you tell me if Coach matters? The players, if they're focused, if they're motivated, that's what a coach needs to do. Keep the fucking locker room stable, uh, you know, motivated, and don't let the players run all over you. That's simple as that. You know why Missoula's had so much fucking uh, success, too, in such a short period of time? He was player development. Before, beforehand, he was on Emmanuel Doka's staff. He was part of player development. So he was the guy that was on the airplanes with the players playing cards. You know, ma- making sure that they were mentally focused. So he's had this connection with the players. So a guy like Sam Cassell, I would love to see it. I don't think I don't think the Sixers given an opportunity there. I think I think Nick Nurse, again, Nick Nurse has his, has his opportunities. Uh, uh, but Buttonholzer, if he wants to come back, uh, I, maybe Phoenix for him. I don't know. But uh, again, you're gonna you're gonna want to deal with Joel Embiid, James Harden, Kevin Durant. You know, any of those fucking head cases, Kyrie. Anyone gonna fucking deal with? Ky- like, I wouldn't want to do it. Uh, speaking of Kyrie, his former running mate, LeBron James, uh, played last night. I don't know if you saw that. The Denver Nuggets, uh, the only only uh, game on our parlay that cashed yesterday. Right, we'll say that. Denver Nuggets were absolutely destroying the fucking Lakers in the first half. But game came closer to uh, than, than I expected it to be. So the question here is... is is this indicative? Is game one indicative that the Lakers are just outmatched, that that's it, the series is over? Or is the second half saying, man, they're going to fight. They're going to fucking fight and that this is going to be a series. Which, which, what do you think it is? Um, maybe a little both, but I think, I think the Lakers will fight. They're, this is a real opportunity as LeBron James watches his career come to an end. I mean, he just can't. I mean, how many more years has this guy got? He's still playing at an exceptional level at 38 years old, but you got to believe the opportunities to get this close again, uh, he's not going to have that many. So I believe there's a lot of fight in LeBron pushing Anthony Davis and having as deep of a roster as he's probably ever been. Uh, there's not going to be any quit here. That said, they don't have an answer for Nikola Jokic. By the way, sixth triple-double in these playoffs. 
34, 21, and 14. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you, you might as well just let him have his and try and shut down the rest of the Nuggets. But if they don't at least slow him down, it's not about the scoring or the rebounding or the passing. They're not stopping any of it. They've got to slow him down in some aspect, or it's going to be a very short series for these Lakers. Totally agree. You know, my buddy was texting me last night about uh, what, 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 how special uh, Jokic's playoff run has been, and it's, it's, it does. It reminds me of Hakeem Olajuwon. You remember that? That yeah, I mean, it was a two-year stretch that Jordan was kind of out of it. Well, the one-year stretch where Jordan was retired, and then the second year where he came back, he was number forty-five, and they got bounced by yeah, the Orlando yeah. Magic in the playoffs. But that stretch of time was Hakeem Olajuwon's, I'd say, legit prime, right? I mean, he was always a good player, but those two years right there, the 94, 95, 95, 96, I think they were, 93, 94, it was right around that time. Whenever whenever OJ was being fucking uh, chased in the white Ford Bronco, right around that time, Hakeem Olajuwon was fucking <laughs> prime Hakeem. And that's what I'm seeing from Jokic right now. I'm seeing a guy that is just smooth out there. And he shouldn't be. He's, he's, he's a fat fucker. Of, you know, no offense. <laughs> you know, he's a porker, and but he looks—he looks like he is just a cat out there at times. He's got fucking great court vision. Dude is goddamn amazing. I think the Nuggets win this series, and honestly, I, if I'm the Celtics, I'm looking. It's like, what do you do? What the fuck do you? I, I think your your strategy right there is is pretty much the same. It's like, all right, you know, Robert Grant, you know, do what you can to fucking just get in his way. Everyone else, shut the fuck down of everyone on the fucking nuggets like make sure murray doesn't get his make sure aaron gordon doesn't get his just fucking stop everyone else because i don't know how anyone is going to stop Jokic right now he's he's just unbelievable all right let's take a quick break after that we do have an nba game to talk about my boston celtics hosting the miami heat we'll talk about that in one minute guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
or one second. I I don't know. You know, I, I listen. I, I re-listen to the show. I do. Uh, I'm one of the downloads. Thank you. Uh, and so I always I I always get commercials. Uh, when I listen, they, you know, they must like the New Jersey market. I don't know if you guys are listening live. If you always get commercials, or I don't know, yeah, do you guys even re-listen to the show? If you don't listen, if you listen live. You don't have to listen to the whole show again. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you to do that. But just, just click the download button so we get a download. Appreciate that. Anyway, Panther NBA. We do have this one game. Boston Celtics hosting the Miami Heat. This line is now at Celtics minus eight. Heat plus eight. Um, yeah, this is a, this is gonna be a tough series. I think this is gonna be a tough series. When when, when Miami was the playing games, and I saw them, it's like, man, I don't want to match up with the Miami Heat in the first round. That's gonna be a nightmare. Well, no, no. Now you get them in the fucking Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler looks fucking focused. He looks healthier than you, you, he's he's been in years. Um, this team, Kevin Love, has been a nice addition for them. I know they're missing Tyler Hero, but this team wants it. And you talk about coaching, arguably the best coach in the league, Eric Spoelstra. Uh, he, he's he's done a tremendous job. He was very critical of the coaching changes with Doc Rivers as well, what it means for the league. Uh, this is going to be a tough out for the Celtics. I, I don't you know. I it's, it, it's not going to be a sweep. It's not going to be a gentleman's sweep. Boston got stunned at home against the Sixers. I I, I rewind to last year. I remember. Uh, I'm going back to Germany in a few weeks as well, so we're gonna have to figure that out. But I'm going back to Germany. But I remember being in Germany. I missed the show last year uh, when the Celtics and the Heat were playing in the in the playoffs, right around the same time too, and I I was afraid, and I'm still afraid. That said, I still got I, I got the Celtics winning by nine points in this one. I think they they should cover it. I think they should come out strong. I'm a little bit afraid, so I'm just gonna lean Boston here. Panther, where are you at in this one? I'm a little bit afraid too because at the beginning of a series when there's not any um, pressure. On these Celtics, it's almost like they don't – there's not a lot of try-hard, right? They, they just kind of go out there and go through the motions. And, but when their back's against the wall, I feel like the real Celtics show up. So I, I do have a little uh, aberration here with, with betting the Celtics, but I just do believe they're younger, they're more energetic. I think the, the length of the season, the age of the Heat, particularly Jimmy Butler, I think it's going to catch up to them. I do expect the Celtics to not only win the series, but at least come out strong tonight. So I'm going to bet Boston minus seven and a half to win game one. Can't get you seven and a half. I can't get you eight. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> hope for a push then. Hope for a push. All right. No hockey I'm once again. Hope for, a win. <laughs> hope, for a, hope for a win. Yeah. No hockey tonight. Hockey comes back Thursday, right? We think we said Thursday. Jesus. Uh, yeah. No hockey. So on to baseball. I surprisingly have one, two, three, four, five. I've got five games that I'm betting on today. I wonder if I know that there's overlap on at least one of them because there is a topic we need to talk about with a certain New York team. Not my New York team that just got booed off the field yesterday with Justin Verlander. Uh, another New York team that we're going to talk about in a little bit. But what, what are you betting today, Panther? <laughs> uh, I hope you're on a lot of these because I found six games that I like. So God we'll try damn it. Blow- <laughs> I know. Let's, try- Let's try and blow through these real quick. We're going to start with a great pitching matchup. Minnesota is still in Los Angeles taking on the Dodgers. Sonny Gray uh, versus Dustin May. You might be shocked to know Sonny Gray is one of the AL leading ERA guys at 1.39. Dustin May, he's at 2.68. I like the Dodgers at home with Carrot Top on the mound. 
So uh, give me 10 bucks on the Dodgers. I had them at minus 140. Overlap. So that's good. Disagreement, though. So that yeah. is bad. You get the Dodgers minus 140. I'm getting the Twins plus 128. I, Sonny Gray is unfucking believable right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, all apologies to Luis Castillo and maybe even Garrett Cole. But dare I say Cy Young for fucking Sonny Gray? Unfucking believable. I like this Minnesota team. They're playing really good baseball right now. Dodgers playing good too. Not that same early season Dodgers that we were all concerned about. This is a better Dodgers team, but I like Minnesota with the plus line here. $10 bet on the Twins. All right, let's go down to, I don't think they're one of your favorite teams anymore, but we'll talk about the Fish, who are host, uh, hosting the Washington baseball team. Mackenzie Gore on the mound, one of the few young bright spots for this Washington team, 3.29 ERA. Believe it or not, Washington actually has better offensive peripherals than the Florida Marlins. I don't know if that's kudos to Washington or just a bigger indictment on how challenging this Marlins offense is. But with Mackenzie Gore on the mound and a plus line, I'll take a little bit of a flyer on my red potato skins. How's that? Sounds good. And and not only moral support, I'm betting this one with you. There you go. There's oh. a there's a fucking there's a play for the DJ parlay right there. Look at the National League East right now, Sex Panther. You get you got the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. They're five games up on the Marlins. The Atlanta Braves got a plus sixty one run differential. The Miami Marlins is a minus fifty five. <laughs> Philadelphia, six games back, minus 26. Mets, six and a half games back, minus 19. Nationals, eight games back, minus 21. Nationals, actually, a better team than the Marlins. I'll fucking say I, I'll say it right now. The Nationals might be a better team than the Mets. The way the Mets are playing right now, the Nationals might be a better team than the Mets at this point in time. I think they get it done today. $10 bet on the Nets. All right, next game up. Let's cover the topic. The New York Yankees. Are at Toronto for game three in this series and a little bit of a spirited um, rivalry. I guess we'll call this a rivalry because it is getting heated in Toronto. You know, game number one, there was some suggestions that Aaron Judge uh, might be getting some tipped pitches from the dugout. Their uh, Toronto pitchers are tipping the pitch. Listen, I saw the video. I saw the eye movement, but I don't believe it. Because to tip your pitches, you got to be in motion. You got to be doing something to tip your pitch. The guy hasn't even wound up yet. And they're suggesting that the dugout is giving Aaron Judge information on the pitches. I don't know if I buy that horse shit. Um, but yesterday, uh, your old boy, Domingo Jermaine, Jermaine, back in trouble with the same umpiring group. It's the same group that kind of gave him a wash a few weeks ago literally gave him a wash a few weeks ago, let him scrub his hands. Not so much this time. He gets caught with a little too sticky of hands, so he gets ejected from the game. Uh, this, These two teams are finding some general dislike for each other. I don't know if it plays out into today's outcome. What is going to play out is the fact that Garrett Cole is on the mound, and I've only got to eat minus 120. I will do that every single freaking time. Give me the Yankees for 10 bucks. First off, I believe we've locked in game number two of the DJ parlay right here because I am also betting the Yankees with you. I love Garrett Cole on the mound. I love this line. I, I, you know, Chris Bassett, I'm very familiar with him. Good pitcher, not great. Garrett Cole, fucking great pitcher. He's pitching great right now. Let's see if he's got sticky stuff on his hands. As for the Aaron Judge thing, listen, I, I don't know. The sign stealing stuff always amazed me because that shit happens so fast. Like, I, I it, 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 to me, like, 
man, you know, I get it that if the catcher is calling the the plays, you can see maybe his 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 fucking you know hand movements, and you can like relay that to someone who really is. It just it always astounded me how I, I know technology is is is, is changed to how that works. The Astros had a very sophisticated system with buzzers or some shit, right? I mean, I don't know. To me, something was suspect with Aaron Judge there. He was saying that he was just being distracted by horseplay in the fucking dugout or something like that. Bullshit. I don't know. It seems like something suspect there, but until until it's fucking investigated, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. I think the Yankees win today. $10 bet on New York. Uh, next game up. We're staying in St. Louis because these Cardinals, just, I don't know if these Cardinals piss me off or the Brewers piss me off, but we're getting into this game again. Corbin Burns on the mound going against the, he's technically not a rookie because he pitched last year, Matt Libator for the Cardinals, but he was not very good last year. I'm still not a believer that the Cardinals have righted the ship. So I'm getting Corbin Burns and an incredibly low minus 115 for this team. Give me the brew crew for 10 bucks. I think that they have righted the ship more so than earlier in the season when the ship capsized and they're underwater drowning and being eaten by fucking sharks. I think that they've gotten at least the boat turned over. Maybe they're scrambling to get onto the boat and still being eaten by sharks a little bit. Uh, close game yesterday. You did hit that one. I thought you were on the Brewers yesterday. I think you did hit that oh, one. Oh, did yesterday. I hit that one? Okay. Yeah, you did. The Brewers won three to two. So I think you hit that one. Uh, I leaned the Cardinals yesterday. And uh, I'm leaning them again today. I did I, with the plus line, slight plus line. I can't quite fucking bet it. If this was what it was a little while ago, I think I was plus 108 or 109. Maybe I'm there, but plus 102, definitely not doing it for me. I'll lean on the Cardinals. All right, next game up the Atlanta Braves are at Texas. Uh, you know, I listen, I think we both agree Texas is not a bad team. They've actually come to play this season. The Atlanta Braves, the cough, best team in baseball, cough, cough. But much like Shohei Otani, if Spencer Strider is pitching, I'm betting the Braves. And that's exactly what we got today. Spencer Strider's on the mound going against Nathan Eovaldi, who's actually pitched pretty well in his own right. But Strider is an absolute strikeout machine. He can stay on the mound for six innings. He's going to ring up nine or ten Ks. Eat in a little chalk, but give me the Braves for ten bucks. Hey, number three. We got game number three for the DJ and Parlay right here. I'm absolutely betting the Braves with you. I think the Braves get it done today. Texas, yeah, very good team. Very good team. Braves 16-7 and seven on the road. Braves hell of a fucking road team. So fucking good. Got their ace on the fucking mound. I, I think the Braves get it done today. Now, uh, talk, talking about Avaldi. Avaldi's had uh, a good stretch, a good run last few years. He was on the uh, the Red Sox, right? Right. Uh, before that. And and I, he's, had, he's had such a good fucking stretch the last few years. So it doesn't surprise me that he, uh, you know, did this. You know, uh, what surprises me is like, you know, some of the organizations he played for. <laughs> And he wasn't that good, you know. He, he, you know, he couldn't do it in New York as a as a Yankee, you know, yeah, and he couldn't do it in uh, L.A., you know, as as a as a Dodger. And of course, he 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 went through the Miami uh, uh, rotation because you know all the good pitchers usually do. But I mean, I'd say since what uh, COVID season, this dude's been fucking okay. really good. Yeah, like he played he played a few years on on the Red Sox, and now now he's played the Texas the Rangers. Uh, I like him a lot, but I think he gets a loss today. Uh, Ten dollar bet on the Braves. Last game up for me. The Chicago Cubs are in Houston. Drew Smiley on the mound for the Cubbies. Actually having a pretty good season. Um, but the rookie call-up for the Astros, who are just banged up, so banged up in their rotation, right? They, they don't have Luis Garcia. They don't have Lance McCullers. Um, they're missing – who else am I missing here? Uh, 
I can't think of his name. They're missing three of their starters. They bring up JP France to fill in. And all this guy has done in a couple for a 0.77 ERA going against a Cubs team that is prone to swing and miss. I like the Astros at home. I like them so much. Let's run line them for a plus line. Give me the Astros for 10 bucks. Wow. Let me pull up this run line for you. I can get you plus 130 on that run line. Oh, nice. That's, that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty fucking good. I'm going to lean Houston with you as well. I think uh, I think the Astros get it done today. Uh, you know, uh, listen, I don't I don't hate this Cubs team. We talked about this Cubs team before. I think this Cubs team is is a decent enough team. Not very good on the road though. Uh, they've they've kind of uh, fallen off. Uh, what have they lost like four in a row? Uh, uh, seven of the last ten. I mean, this team has kind of fallen off of where they were. Much like the Pittsburgh pa- uh, Pirates, that I think they were overperforming based off of schedule uh cubs have hit some tough teams and vice versa the astros are now um, starting to heat things up they're only three games back of the rangers right now in the standings so i think the astros are ready to make a turn here so yeah i'll lean houston with you that is my six games and i don't think i covered all five years so what else do you have we had four out of the five and the fifth one, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off. I talked about my nine Mets squadron and how fucking Justin Verlander got booed off the fucking field yesterday. Yay. Good, good job, fucking Verlander. Uh, today, uh, you know, they, they get uh, uh, Senga, who has struggled as of late. But I think he shows up today. I think he, he pitches a, a, a better game today. I think this Rays team, of course, is, is absolutely the better team than the Mets right now. But I think the Mets, I don't know, they're not going to get swept. I think that they win one. I, I I like the Mets here. Let's see what what kind of plus line I can get on them. Um, plus, uh, never mind. I'm I'm eating chalk now. Wow, that fucking shifted. I'm eating chalk on the Mets. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand committed here. I had a fucking plus line on this Panthers minus one sixteen now. So I guess maybe Vegas agrees. <laughs> Another bet on the Mets. Yeah, this wasn't a game that I was on. I, I cashed the Rays yesterday, got that nice plus 140 plus line. So I'm tapping out. I don't trust your Mets. And now that the Rays are maybe a small plus line, if I were going to bet it, I might jump on Tampa Bay. But for betting's sake here, it's a no play for me leading the Rays. All right, so I think we do have our DJ parlay for the day, right? I, I we think do. we have yep. the Nas- the Nationals, the Yankees, and the Braves. So that will be your DJ parlay for today. Let's see. Nationals, Yankees, and Atlanta Braves will net us a plus 531 there, Panther. And take us on. I like the plus 531. Let's get out of here. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly exclusively, it's right here in the asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly... Do let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.